Welcome to the Diving Deep AF podcast. I'm Dr. Kaylin O'Hara. And I'm Michael Mersingo. And we are in a committed relationship. She loves me. <laughs> and we will be sharing our journey with you as we experience it ourselves through our thoughts, feelings, epiphanies. And while healing together and as individuals. Along the way, we might be talking about some adult-themed things. Like sex time. And other topics like intimacy, communication, trauma. And healing from said trauma, and so much more. And all within a safe and authentic relationship. Nothing is off limits as we share these experiences with you. So come follow along as our journey unfolds. And buckle up. Check, check, check. Here we are in our intro to this episode from a few weeks ago we are, that we're getting out now. And we're in the closet because <laughs> the landscapers are outside trimming everything and there's leaf blowers. Uh, today's episode, like we said, we'd have a kind of a newer intro and we're working on the big intro. But this intro is going to be uh, into, uh, for this episode, we're going to dive into empathy. Yeah, and we thought it'd be really important to put an intro on this because it is a long and bantering episode and we don't want you to maybe dismiss it right up front because it's actually really juicy. I think it's really powerful. And we cover so much in this along the lines of empathy, how important it is in a relationship. If one partner is lacking in empathy, how they can actually actually create like manipulative and abusive dynamics, which we've realized that we've been subjected to. <laughs> yeah, Not with one another, but um, just the importance that empathy plays in a relationship. And if your partner is not empathetic, then we go into the empathic and narcissistic dynamics mm. that you may have experienced. We talk about what an empath is, different types of empaths. So we cover like the whole gamut of empathy. That was the word I was going to use. We can I mean, use gamut. Saying, gamut. Yeah. We have, we cover a plethora. We do. A myriad. Um, a, a cornucopia. Okay. <laughs> um, an abundance. Yes. And then we, and by the way, we also talk about Bluey. Oh, we do talk about Bluey. So shout out to Bluey, the really cute dog cartoon. Yeah. But that's a good intro. So enjoy it. Play it in the background. Have Just some fun. Take, take the 10,000 nuggets from it. Yes. And thank you for being here. You're listening to the Diving Deep AF Podcast. Dr. Kalen's biting your lip <laughs> and looking deep into my lustful eyes. I'm Mike. I'm your co-host. This is the after hours. It's not the after hours, but it feels like the after hours. This is actually not going to be after hours at all. This is going to be good shit. Great shit. Cool. Well, that's not sexy, so I'm good. We can keep going. <laughs> baby, that took me right out of it. Baby, you ready? Yeah, well, you said you're the Mike. I mean, you're Mike, the co Yes, the I am Mike. Yes, you are. That is who I am. Uh-huh. Hey there, sexy motherfuckers. Thank yes. you for joining us today. Yes. Or whenever you're listening to this. Whenever it is. And uh, you're Mike. Today. Uh, while I was in the... Are you going to introduce me? I already said that. I said the Dr. Kalen, the lustful eyes as I was... <laughs> I, got, I was... You were gone. Was... You were gone. <laughs> so I'm going to reintroduce <laughs> Dr. Kalen. Can we, we didn't do a check check. Oh, we don't have to because we're on a different recording device that we know is working because I can see it making shapes and lines. This is the best. <laughs> you are going into this. We have our little whiteboard. Yeah. We have a little like three minute, five minute discussion to I get got prepared. A marker in my hand. And then I start talking and I go, You're listening. And then she just loses everything that we just talked about. She is like putty in my hands. 
Uh, oh. That'll, oh that'll, don't you love that? That'll be later. Okay. Wow. Anyhow. This has nothing to do with the episode. I hope we haven't scared him away because <laughs> it's actually a soup. This is like probably one of the most important episodes to date from this very abundant podcast we have so far. Yes. This is like the Turning Point podcast. So th- this all started today when I was in the shower. <laughs> you were putting makeup on and get, we were getting ready to go out oh, yeah, yeah, and do yeah. all of our 20 grocery runs again. Uh-huh. And... I brought up the show Bluey. Are you brought it up? I was. I just got off the phone with my daughters and I said, hey, the oldest has a Bluey placemat. Mm-hmm. And then we started talking about how Bluey was a cute show. Mm-hmm. And then we started uh, talking about how amazingly cute that show is when it talks about the stance of empathy. Mm-hmm. And how it's very wholesome. Mm-hmm. And that you'd have That's to... That's what I said. And I said, somebody that doesn't like this show is like... You'd have to be a nar- like a narcissist. If you hated this show, you would, you would actually, in all cases, be a narcissist <laughs> because the show teaches empathy amongst yeah. everything else. Like it's a, if you have kids, I'm sure you know the show. But the best part is the the humor, the adult humor that's hidden within it, and like the parents' reactions, and like there's unicorns, and it's it is. Such a good like I we we would watch it. It's so cute. It's really good. So it's a so cute this show. is a really good kids show that Mike and I were talking about. That it occurred to me that you know you have to have a lot of empathy or be an empathetic type of person, not empathic, and we'll get to that in a second. You're an em- em- empathetic type of person as an adult watching this show, and you're super moved by it because when I watched it with you, I was like, "This is so cute," and that's Correct. when I was like, "Wait a second, this is a kids show." Yeah, but it is. It's a great, but it's also for adults. It's great. I mean, I would watch the whole thing. Well, by that's myself. and just to, for a quick aside, like there's a difference between kids shows that we watched when we were growing up. And like Barney was kind of like that first one in the early '90s. Like actually, like you kind of like teach kids like how to be like kind mm-hmm. and thoughtful. But this thing, Bluey, takes it to a whole different level. Yeah, it's and it's great for kids and adults. And we said... It's genuinely funny. But we talked... It is. Yeah. But we talked about... And I said, you know, people that don't like this mm-hmm. might really be lacking in empathy. And we talked about people that we may potentially know that don't like shows like this and how they <laughs> might be lacking in empathy. And that's when we realized, like, the conversation unfolded so fast. And I was eventually like, holy shit, Mike... You and I are just really empathetic, loving, nurturing people. And so when we're together, we create a lot of safety. But that's also been the key issue to the relationship. The key to the relationship dysfunctions that we've had before is one of the keys is that we are really empathetic, loving, compassionate, nurturing people. And in the wrong relationships, that gets we get taken advantage of, we get abused, and our love is not met. And that's when we realized too, or I was like geeking out on the revelation that, holy shit, everybody that we also talk to on this podcast, our friends, Mm -hmm. people that relate to the things that we say, they're also really empathetic, compassionate, and loving, nurturing people. And they're in relationship dynamics that are potentially not supporting of that because their partner is not that. And you could say like, you know, they're emotionally immature. They are, as we talked about Dr. Ashley, they're under-functioning, they're narcissistic, they have a low capacity for empathy, even if they come off, Mm -hmm. like they 
do have empathy. Correct. They can they can wear a really good mask, yeah. but that mask isn't the fact that they have empathy. The fact is they just know how to manipulate. They're people. manipulative. Yeah, the yeah. chameleons. And so yes, and so that was the thing that we wanted to bring here is that that might be a huge, like, bell that goes off in people's minds. Like, holy fuck, yeah, I am a really loving, nurturing empathetic person Mm -hmm. i feel deeply i care a lot i go above and beyond and when i'm with the wrong type of partner that they can't meet me there and mirror that back to me safely then enter all the conversations we've already had on this podcast so far about Mm -hmm. how that's gone terribly wrong yeah and like that kind of leads into like this comparison because we can say hey we're empathic people but we've been told by former partners empathetic i'm an empath right so there's empathetic and then there's empathic and we want to talk about the diff or we can talk about the difference so empathetic means you have a capacity for empathy you're being you have empathy and you know you're being you are being empathy embodied yes like i care i feel how this person is feeling empathy also implies that you feel how the person is feeling whereas sympathy implies I may not be able to relate, but I, I'm expressing concern. Correct. So that's where the term, so there's empathetic, and then the term empathic came along from what, Judith Orloff or whatever? Did she coin it? I don't really know, but a few people, I would probably flat out wrong. I am not a facts person, so don't, like, if it is a hard fact, I might not know it. If it's intuitive, I You're probably do. Yeah. But anyway, so the empath, this concept of the person that feels other people's feelings and feels deeply and then takes all that on and then doesn't know their own thoughts and feelings and all that. That's empathic. I think the empathic part is more of like you're just a receiver. Like, you know what's... sensitive. Yeah. Or wait. No, this is the the bad one. Not the bad one, but like the one that's like... If we really want to talk about... So are we going to break down the empath into the true empath and then the... um, False empath? Yeah, we're are they talking about the yeah, okay, so the fault perfect. The false empath is just a receiver. They yeah. can see it and they understand it. Yeah. And they can say, Oh, that person's feeling bad. I feel bad for them. There's a little bit more pity involved in this one. Oh. But they don't under but they're not feeling itself, but they just understand that person's feeling bad. There's your, like, that's that line of delineation. Because I was thinking about the false empath as the one that people of the world actually, like, make fun of and hate. Correct. Where they make themselves a victim of situations. Well, I'm empathic. I took all this on. And they, like, manipulate people. Yes. And. That's the same. same that's where you're at? Same one. Okay, yep. cool. Um, because being, because I am empathic. I mean, we all know this. I'm fucking freaky, psychic, intuitive. Yeah, you're, I, you're 10 seconds ahead of me on it's, a lot of things. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But I don't use it as an excuse to like victimize myself or. You don't take advantage of people. You don't manipulate no. people. And, and I could and, if I wanted, I guess. But, but you've been on the receiving end. Hence actual empathy, real yeah. empathy here. Yeah. Hey. I could take advantage of the situation. I could take advantage of this person, yeah. but I'm not because I understand how it feels, truly understand how it feels to have this happen to me. Well, and, and I'm like, a, this. okay, cool. This is like really yeah. expanding this concept because you and I are like loving, compassionate, caring, yes. really heart-centered people. Oh, we're so close. That's so sweet. 
So Mike and I are sitting in a different position. We're actually on my couch and we have like our recording, our high tech recording equipment set up, but it means that he and I are closer than ever. And he just touched my leg and it I, was really I grazed, nice. I grazed her thigh. Oh there my gosh. Will, there will be. Stop, get out of here. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we're making fun of something that you, you've heard on another podcast. Uh, so I'm, oh. I love, that was the different podcast. We have such good inside jokes. I'm so happy we about those. We do. We I'm have really, so many. I'm excited about. Okay, I'm sorry. I totally like. And we don't want to. We don't. I don't want to put that inside joke on here because we talked about. It. I don't want to like throw other people under the bus, even though we might hate the things that they. Share. Or I might be wanted to drive the bus. You you will drive this the, bus. I'm set things on fire. You, yeah, you burn will. it all down. So the false empath could be considered the narcissist, the one that actually does see and know how to manipulate. So I see there's several concepts of this. Yeah. One is like they're actually really keen, they're highly manipulative, and they're conniving and they're, they're scheming. They're intelligent and then they're extremely observant. And what we've talked about the narcissist in the past, past is with when I've been through ther- my my actual therapist was like, they're really good at three or four things. Oh, yeah. And they can't go past those things. So they're really good at they're reading. They're like a three-trick pony. Exactly. Yeah. They're really good at reading people and observing people and seeing when dynamics and emotions shift. But, see, but that's where it stops. Like... They cannot actually feel those emotions yes. because they are an actual narcissist. Yes. So they can say, hey, I know Mike's feeling like shit. Right. I know Kaylin's feeling like shit. And they're manipulating This them. is the time for me to use these tools to... Minute, like cleverly manipulate them, mm-hmm. uh, psychologically abuse them, take advantage of the situation for my own gain. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about here. I have another empath. Let's though. fucking fire this away. Dude. The other empath that, like, again, society does not love and makes fun of because they say, I'm empathic. When I go into places, my energy gets drained. I feel everybody's feelings. And it's almost, and I'm not making fun because I am this person too, but it's like the boohoo woe is me, victim of the world. But the way I see it for sensitive people is like, yes, I also can feel a ton of shit that's happening in an environment. They'll also, people also claim that this is simply a trauma response, that people are hypervigilant to their environments, which I also disagree with. Some of us are just more sensitive. I have so much to say on this. Some of us are just way more sensitive and sensing than others. Mm-hmm. Everybody I work with is a highly sensitive person. We're like really tapped in types of people. We're receivers, like you talked about, but on like, like, the compassion more, and receivers. Other, yeah, on, on deeper wavelengths and more wavelengths, more across the spectrum, if you want to say it like but that, this, in that sense. Right, but this type of empath that like sees themselves as a victim of mm-hmm. energy and of people and they're drained, but they're not taking responsibility for learning how to work with energy to regulate their emotions, that's also a type that, of That empath. makes me feel like the, the people that just use the buzzwords to use the buzzwords. Right, like... Yes. Like it's very superficial. There's no, there's zero depth. It's like oil. It's like, it's like when you get like gasoline, like you're at the, like the, the lake and you see the gasoline on the top of the water. It yeah. looks really pretty, mm-hmm. but it, it's only oh, yeah. on the, it's only on the surface though. Yeah. Because there's no depth to it because they're just, it's the type of person that you like, they go on a trip, they come back, like they go up to Sedona oh, yeah. for like a day and they come back and like, you know what? I'm not religious, but I'm very spiritual. Oh my goodness. It's, it, but there could, okay. But that's I hear the, what you're saying. That's the type of person I'm envisioning. Yes. And, I, but and they might be out there. Correct. And somebody right now is so offended. But it's and a lot I'm of gonna... just buzzwords and there's just no depth. 
but they're also agreed. We're just going to keep, we're going to take this empath concept and blow it, keep blowing it. Lot. Because there's also the empath who just doesn't, who only knows so much. Mm -hmm. And they do feel like when I was first told by a therapist, actually, I think you are an empath. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. We're going back like 12 plus years. She's like, I think you might be picking up on things that aren't yours. And it completely changed my life. And it put me on the course that I'm on now. But at the time, I didn't know. So it was like, I was anxious all the time. I didn't know mm. what to do. And so when finally somebody tells me you're an empath, I'd be like, wait a second. Holy fuck. Like, this I makes, do pick up on a ton sense. of information. Yeah. yeah I, and, and there's I nothing that, that I, I don't know how to do. But then I could also then be that empath that says, I could start to feel victimized by my environment. Like, oh, this drains me, that drains me, this and that. But what I did instead was, holy shit. Yes, I actually am intuitive as shit. I do pick up on a fuck ton of things. And I have okay. to learn how to wield this power and learn how to see it as a superpower. But you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you go to like the empath Facebook chats, there's going to be a lot of people in those groups that are like, my life is so hard. Da, 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 everything drains me. Me, me, me. Okay. Okay. And they so, yeah. are total empaths. I get it. But, but they like, don't, they don't see it as a superpower. They like, they see it as more of not a curse, but they see it more as a, like something. A burden. Can, correct. And then they use it. Um, they can use it as like an excuse. A crutch. Yeah. Or like, yeah. And an excuse to like, I don't know. Man, empaths might be real, really mad right now, which is really interesting because they are my actual. Because they're like, feeling it. <laughs> but they're actually my people. But, that, but that, like, that's how com that's how complex it really is because when we it's, talk about it's intuition, not, yeah, it's not black and white. Again, it's another right. thing that's a broad spectrum. But within these little nooks and crannies of everything, you have people that have these very narcissistic traits, or you have these people that you know, like which traits are actually more prominent mm -hmm. and again it could be a one-way street where they can only receive that would be your narcissist because mm -hmm. they can really read they're really good at reading people but mm -hmm. they 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 cannot whatsoever read themselves feel it themselves but they yeah. but they can say hey this person is exhibiting these three traits uh -huh. boom i know what to do uh -huh. whereas if i like the, the times i've come to you where i've really opened up and i've you know we both seen each other at our very worst. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I will always remember is remember when you did this, Mike? Yes. This is a case where like you were literally narrating this to me because I just couldn't see it. She's like, the, you, she, me, you. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, you said I could have, well, I could have done what was done to you in the past. That's where I was getting the sheep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I could have... The time you, I did, you came I to me... I could have turned this around. Yeah. I could have blamed you. And I could have shamed you. And I could have... I could have manipulated you and psychologically abused you. And I could make you walk away feeling bad. The old... Okay, wait, wait, wait. This might sound really crazy, people. So this is a thing that we talked about on this podcast before. Correct. Yes. But it's not because I'm a manipulative person. It's because you came to me in a state mm -hmm. in which you were overcompensating for what you thought was a mistake. And if I had been a vindictive and manipulative and narcissistic type of person... That's what we're talking about. I could have taken advantage of you. Like, yeah, you actually did do something terribly wrong. And mm -hmm. you actually do need to apologize and go think about what you just did. Yeah. And I instead was like completely horrified that you had gone that far and felt that bad yeah. and i saw how you had kind of reverted to a past self whereas if i was like a narcissistic type of person in that moment i could have turned this relationship into something crazy i just hit, i just got something you're using your powers for good instead of evil 
I do. It's yeah. just, but it, but it's that's that's at its most simplistic form. I do have a spooky superpower. Yeah, and I could use it in really weird. And ways. I constantly tell you to fuck off <laughs> because I'm in your head. Because you're in my head, and like. <laughs> but you tell me fuck off. Let's let's be clear too. Yeah. You tell me to fuck off in a funny way, like, oh my god, I was just thinking about that song, Kaylin, or whatever. Not yeah. like I'm in your head doing demonous shit. Is mm. demonous a word? Because I don't know, but maybe, maybe you should do some... Demonous. Oh, I was going to say, maybe you should do some other demonous shit in my head and see where we go from there. Wow, okay. Hello. Okay. It's nine o'clock at night, everybody. This is the most organic conversation. This you is this really... Do you know what the fuck is going on? This is like an actual conversation. No, we're on our couch. <gasps> we're on... We're, we're doing the, okay. We're in the portal. We need to stop for a moment because okay. we always sit in a certain spot I'm across okay. from what? No, across for our podcast, oh, babe. Okay. For our podcast, we always sit in a certain spot at a certain time in a certain way. We face one another. Our we can't touch each other. A little far apart. Far apart. And we have a chat. Mm-hmm. However, right now we're on our couch. We're actually having a conversation. Yes. We're having a couch conversation. That's why I'm like, why does this make me feel somewhat uncomfortable to be saying all of this to the world? Because this almost feels like a it's private, so, like our private it's conversation. It's a private conversation. Because mm. we talked about the empath thing, and I'm thinking, like, this could sound so offensive to so many people, even though, like, the entirety of the people that I work with are highly sensitive to empathic people. And they would understand because they're empathic. They might, yeah. right? But they might be like, this bitch, like, she thinks that she knows empaths. Like, I'm the queen of it. Like, I get it, you know? She thinks that she knows us, but she's actually, like, telling us that we're either narcissists or victim. <laughs> like, we have victim mentalities. Um, and because it's just you and I on our spot doing the thing we always do, which is have a really organic, like, conversation where we're actually going back and forth. Like, actually, let me clarify that. Or is that how you really, like, yeah. we're doing it in real time as a podcast. And this is the reason. Wow. This is literally the reason why we started the podcast. Like we because we had like, these conversations. Like, we're like, oh my god! Like these need to be recorded. These are fantastic. Holy shit! Welcome, baby. We have come full circle. Wow! I don't know how I feel about this part of the circle. This is pretty crazy. I do want to say though that we decide the actual reason that I thought it'd be really important to record this. If we even release it, I need to listen to this first. Is that I thought it would be super helpful. I felt like it was truly pivotal that if we talked about having high levels of empathy, mm-hmm. that the people that listen to this or relate to what we talk about would have that breakthrough of like, fuck, I just have high levels of empathy. I need to be in a relationship with somebody that also does. That matches that, yeah. They have to match my empathy. Now, they don't say they match my empathy. They show me the match because I've been in relationships with people that are like, I'm an empath and yeah. I'm high, and I'm highly emotionally intelligent and like no you're fucking not. Yeah, but- I was fooled because they told me but they were actually just more manipulative than anything else. They were more narcissistic. Right. Yeah, and this is what we were talking about when I was in the shower and you were doing your makeup. This is exactly This was the conversation like holy shit. Our empathy has been the thing that makes our relationship so safe and the thing that makes all of our other relationships problematic because we weren't being met. And the reason why we talk about quote unquote safe love is because we are deeply caring people. I mean, like think about, think about you as a dad, you know, I was making a joke to my mom recently that like, if you're around, you're probably going to put a blanket on someone, you know, like, yeah, like anywhere you are, you're like, well, let me put a blanket on you. Not that you do it in here, but like you do, your girls are always wrapped in blankets. Yeah. When I am in your room and we're like chatting, like you put a blanket on me, there's yeah. blankets everywhere it's because it's you're like so 
nurturing, right? You're like, here's some food, here's a blanket. Here's some hot chocolate, here's a blanket. Yes, yeah. and then also like, are you okay? What's going on? What happened? Even when like I my shirt in, was I, wet earlier today. I check today. in all the time. All the time. Like you yeah. saw that my shirt was wet and you're like, baby, what happened? Is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, I spilled sour cream on it, you know? <laughs> and you're just like so sweet and gentle. But, and I am too, mm -hmm. but I have not really been met well in my empathy. It has been, it's never been reflected back to me. Mm -hmm. Like we reflect each other's empathy back to one another and it's been horribly like abused, you know? Yeah. So then I just pour unendingly into something and never feel like it's enough. Have you ever had it yours like really rejected and thrown back in your face too? Here, what's the example that the whole world is going to cringe to? Because they're going to say, oh, Mike was really abused. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm, I'm good right now. I. You don't want to share it. I'm okay. Yeah. I really don't everybody. I don't, you know, this is going to be the one time people are probably relieved that I don't dive deep into my abuse. Oh, baby. So it's. It, there's just multiple times where it's like, I'm being, you're, like you get called like you a nap. Yeah, you do something kind. I, I had a thing. Oh, this, I have one. I totally have uh, okay, one. Okay, so I, after obviously the divorce, I had I actually had a girlfriend. Uh-huh. And I... I actually? Like, I actually had a girlfriend. I'm I know. I'm just being silly. I'm sorry. Um, baby, it's okay. Thank you. You're for the trying. best. Yeah. Uh, and I, and they worked like nine out of 11 days mm -hmm. and, oh, I know this one. you know, the story I, think I do. Yeah. And I said, Hey, you know, like I, I know what you like to eat or whatever. Like I can go to Whole Foods or Trader Joe's and grab what you need because you're going to like, you're going to be exhausted. You just work nine out of 11 days. Like I can literally spend $30 and drop stuff off. You're so sweet. They are like. Please don't. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't listen. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, like this, like this does this does not compute because I know they're gonna literally lie in bed for the next day. They're gonna be exhausted. Mm -hmm. So I went and did it. Mm -hmm. so Dro sweet. Dropped it off, loaded the fridge, do all the cute things I normally do, and <laughs> I literally get called and I get ripped a new one. Oh my gosh. Like, you didn't listen. I'm like, yeah, listen, I'm, I'm totally sorry. I know I didn't listen to you. Yeah. And not that I knew what was best, but I got ripped a new one. Yeah. And about six hours later, I get another phone call. From the same person? Same person, six hours Still later. Still mad at you? No. You know what? I was, they apologized. Oh, good. And, um... But in those six hours, I was like, man, I really fucked up. I didn't, oh, I didn't listen to everything. And that's just, so but like, hey, that, this was really good. I, you know, you got me, like, I enjoyed eating the sandwich, whatever, blah, 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 blah. This was really sweet. And it was just the fact is that multiple, this A happened multiple times within, within the actual marriage. But this is the most recent time that, that's the thing that hit me. It was like, when you do something good where you realize you use your, actual empathy mm -hmm. as a skill set mm -hmm. and learn to anticipate needs of your partner. Anticipate. We talk about that all the time. All the time. Anticipating needs. Yeah. And it's anticipating their needs. This person's going to be, ex they're, they're already, already are exhausted mm -hmm. and they've got 72 hours of the shift left. Mm -hmm. And you go and do this really good thing that A, if this was done to you, you'd be like head over heels, holy effing shit, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then 
it gets thrown right back at you. Oh, yeah. I completely understand the fact that I did not listen. Yeah. 100%. But it's like the most sweet way to not listen. Yes. But you got in trouble. Oh, I did. And I felt is... bad. And then they called. And obviously, like, I, you know, it wasn't even, it wasn't even like, hey, I'm sorry for doing this. It was like, you know what? That sandwich was really good. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. But there wasn't really, like, anything else attached like, to it. Like, I'm sorry that I... Yeah, was it wasn't like, hey, I under, like, I understand why you did everything kind of mm-hmm. a deal. It was just like, thank you, that actually was really good. This, this person wasn't capable of receiving And that's the thing. It, was that, it wasn't, um, what's the word when it goes back and forth? wasn't compatible. It was, wasn't reciprocated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, it's okay. Yeah, it was just the fact is that the level. Mutual. Yeah, the level I was operating on yes. was not the level she was operating Correct. on. Yeah. And obviously we ultimately broke Did up. Work. Yeah. And it was because, but it was because the fact is that we could not, that those levels were not matching. Yeah. Like that was, that was her limit. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's no way that I could do what I do, what I like doing, what I like supporting in a party, what I do to you on a daily basis. Well, like basis. when we were first together and you were worried that you would be too much by... Mm-hmm giving me letters and coming over with food. And I was like, are you fucking joking? This is awesome. That's the, my entire, my entire marriage. It was always too loud, too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, yeah. Anything would happen is like, I'd have to check in like three days later. Did you, did you read this? Did you see this? Oh, like things you did? Yeah. Yeah. And I was oh, like, yeah. Oh yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got that nice thing that you did for me, but I'm not going to acknowledge it at all. That was torturous. So well, it's, unkind again so when we talk about true empathy mm-hmm. it's that you are able to not only give but it's receive that though too it's it's very it's those like you can't have one without the other if you can observe and understand empathy as in human behaviors and read people really well that's not empathy mm-hmm. you're yes. manipulative that's not. you're, you're an your- actual narcissist yes. because you're not feeling anything Correct. so like all these cases where it's either a mismatch in this empathy. Mm-hmm. So. Or you're just not into each other at the high It's not fucking compatible. Yeah. You're just not really like hitting the mark. Yeah. So like when you, when you have the, again, you have these things like, we have these conversations all the time. Like the narcissist is never going to ask, am I a narcissist? Right. Right. The empath. Is going to be like, am I a narcissist? And then the therapist is going to say, listen, yeah. you had to ask the question. Right. No. Yeah. Because a narcissist is incapable of having those feelings and thoughts. Mm-hmm. So let's circle back. Okay. To. Do we cover everything? Did we cover everything? I don't know. Circle back to what? Go ahead. Well, let's go to the whiteboard. I think we got it all. <clears throat> yeah. This is this whole thing is bringing up lots of examples that I know of with the people that I work with and with myself that dysfunction. Okay. Yeah. Um, the he's trying to read my handwriting, I think. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, where I know so many people that have been so giving, so forgiving. Mm-hmm. And this is what you said to me earlier, like, Kaylin, you're so giving, you're so forgiving, you're so kind, you're so compassionate. And like, I actually really heard you. Where I was like, fuck God, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I'm right. I mean, yeah, you're right, but when I... I called you, because you talk about how people, how people called you a light. What? Oh. And I said that you... People say I have like a golden... You have a golden glow. Yeah. And I said that's because... But also I work in dark You work in dark stuff. places. Well, yeah. the reason why you attract people like me and 
like your clients and like the people that you care about is because you bring light to our dark worlds. Yeah. And you're a you and with what you do, you're an actual literal guiding light. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. It's that concept of like a light worker, right? Mm-hmm. This we talk about, but like when you know how to work with light, it's they go together. Like I'm working with dark, like these concepts of dark, these concepts of shadows, these like all these things. The shit I fucking talked about this morning, yeah. you know, like let me break down all the crazy shit I think about in my morning process. And that's the thing. We I was just oh my get up. Fuck off. <laughs> like, this is what happens. I was going to say what we were talking about this morning is when we talk about things that we bury yeah. and that are in the dark, and the second you expose them to light, yeah. they are not as big, yeah. not as bad, not as dangerous, not even as dark or as foreboding as we ever thought they were. They're actually they some, come super small. Yeah, they light. come safely out. They're not, they're not pulled out. Right. They are, it's like archaeology. They're gently ex- excavated out. Oh, this is our book that we're writing. You're welcome. Yes. And, you know, when we, like, you did that thing with me this morning about, like, oh, that was your logical answer. What's your real, and you kept on yeah. going deeper and deeper, a.k.a. archaeology. Yeah. And we pulled it out, and it was this very small belief that was a complete and utter lie. That was ruling. That was ruling you... everything. Yeah. And as soon as it was exposed to not only just light in general, but your actual light and energy to help me, like, look at it, actually look at it and and observe it without feeling it. it Oh, that's when it's broken. That's when you break the spell. This is like the basis of everything I do. Yeah. So you ask a really interesting question. So this morning I was doing my own process work and then I brought it to you and I was like, hey, Mike, I want to ask you this question. It's like, come sit down on the couch. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm like, here we go. Okay, let me go go get my coffee (laughs) and I'm going to sit down with some caffeine. Yeah, and I asked the question, like, it was something along the lines of, um, for you, like, how do you, how do you think things get done? How do things come to be for you? Like, how do things work for you? How do you create things in your life? And you first, because my point is like, I was analyzing that for myself. I guess we're going to go on this rant. I think you said it with business or success too. I think yeah, yeah. something that was tied in there. And I'm when you're trying to like make something happen or create yes, something, yes. like how does that actually work for you? What's the process? And because when I learn how to figure out that for myself, then I know how to like hack mm-hmm. it. This is totally fucking offside. Who cares? But I brought it to you because I wanted to bring it to you and see what your perspective would be because I know there's subconscious blocks that we have around all this shit. Yeah. And the first answer you said was like so logical. Well, I like, I, I, I observe my failures and I stack them. So like, this is not a failure. It's information. Yeah. It was like all of this, you like know. really beautiful language. And I'm thinking like, this is so full in shit. your words, this is horseshit. Yeah. I think it's beautiful and it came out so clear. And it makes sense. It's logical, but it's it's pure horseshit. It was not. Yeah. You believed that that was true, but your logical mind answered me. And then we talked for like another half hour and eventually it like finally, like you finally said something and I just pointed at you for like a solid 10 seconds. And I was like, did you hear it? And you said, I have to do everything. Nobody will do it as like, as if I don't do anything, it's not going to get done. If I don't do it, it's not going to get done right. Right. And that's why I always have to do it. By the way, this is a conversation I had with like my quote unquote, like my cousin, the same oh, thing that this yeah. is something that's kind of in our family to like overdo. If it's not gonna, it, like it's, here's the thing. I'm going to do it right now because not only do I know it's going to get done, it's going to get done the right way. Yeah. The first fucking time. Yep. 
and not everybody does everybody in this fucking family depends on me. Yep. And because if, if I don't do it, none of them will. They're gonna sit yep. around and bitch and moan and complain. But well, when wasn't it done? Well, no, I'm gonna get that done before they even can even think it happened. And here's the thing: <laughs> this is fully true yeah. in that, like, this is the paradigm you live. But why does Mike live that paradigm, but Kaylin doesn't, or Sarah down the street doesn't? Like, why do we all leave these live these different yeah. paradigms? On one hand, it's completely true. On the other, you can change it at any time into something you would prefer. And that's where I took the conversation: was like, once we hit rock bottom and observe, like, I've actually been operating from complete overdoing, or like. In your case, if it doesn't, if, if it's, it's not going to get done unless I do it. So then that will motivate your every action. And then for me, I said, I realized my belief was like, actually, I never accomplish anything because it's never quite what I want it to be. I don't ever quite reach the thing I want. And why? Because subconsciously, I feel like I'm flawed. But on the surface, I'd be like, well, this is how I get things done. And this is how the world works for me. No deeply i'm like it doesn't work and i'm fucked up you know and you're like it doesn't work so i have to do it all but these are the driving forces of like how we create in our lives and once you observe it like you said bring it to light it's like wait a fucking second i'm not fucking flawed and you don't have to do all the fucking things well yeah half the time we have these conversations by the time we're done i'm just like wow i'm a completely different person oh you have have shifted so epically and i'm like wow um i don't have to and i and here's the cool thing with that though is too that i've given like i've been able to lean on you and give things to you like to take from me Mm. like not actual things Mm -hmm. but i've given you things please take this away take this off my back oh yeah and Here's the thing. A, I've Did you see a- the light just changed? Yeah. I've actually wow. asked you to do that. Like yeah. I was aware enough to actually ask you because I could depend on you yeah. to take it from me and also get it done. Yeah. Not in the, not in just, not in my way and just needs to be like, done. Okay. Hey, can you do this? Correct. Yeah. Whereas with previous partners, that was not possible. Mm-hmm. And not the fact is that I didn't ask them. It was just not possible. It was mm-hmm. more like, why don't you just do it yourself? Or yeah, no. Yeah. And you do it type mm-hmm. of deal. Like we talked about like, oh, when did you listen to this podcast? Oh, I listen to the podcast when I put the kids to bed every night. Oh, oh why you? do you do it every night? Well, yeah. I, I was putting the kids to bed every I was night. putting the kids to bed. What do you mm-hmm. like? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you like, it all, all the night? Like, yeah. And yeah. I'm sitting there going, yeah. And you're sitting there going, why'd you do that every night? <laughs> it's yeah. like, that was just what we did. This is what I did. So... Having these shifts have been really awesome for both of us. Oh, they're epic. Because when we had, like, that shift, we, again, we went clothes shopping for Kaylin. Oh, my gosh. This is such a cool... But this is what it talks about, though. This like, is so cool. We had this shift of, we were, I was so pissed off we were done. We did this for three fucking hours. We found zero pieces of clothing that fit Kaylin. Because I'm small. You're small but mighty. I am. However... The old you, this is what we talked about this morning, and correct me if I'm wrong on any of this. Yeah. The old you is like, the reason why none of these clothes fit me is because there's something, there's a, I am, there's something wrong with me. I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm flawed. Uh And then we talked this morning. Again, you've lost a lot of this. Oh, yeah. I don't think that way anymore. But you still get used to the feeling of nothing. But you are like, it's not the fact that I'm flawed. Is that these fucking clothes don't fit me, yeah. and I'm not going to settle on these clothes, yep. even though oh, I like the style, but it doesn't fit me. Oh, it fits me, but I don't like the style. Mm-hmm. If it's not a fuck yes, it's, it's a fuck no. Yeah. 
And by reframing it away from yourself and actually putting on the object, it's not your fucking fault that shirt's made that way. Like, these right. people don't know you. Right. Like, none of this is an attack on you. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact is that every fucking extra small or small from every fucking brand is a complete different fucking size. First of all, right. women's clothing sucks. Horseshit. Yeah. Pure, unadulterated horseshit. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how I can go. To any company on the face of the planet, and get your medium, and get my medium medium shorts, shorts or yeah. medium or medium workout shirt uh, workout pants, mm-hmm. or my large shirts or my extra large sweatshirts or my thirty three waist and a thirty two length, mm-hmm. and everything fits exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I literally can go into Old Navy and get four. You did. You four bought t- everything that Old Navy. Four t shirts for four bucks a piece, okay. which is great sale, and I got all that shit done. And I'm literally done. In five minutes. And then you and I are out Spend about... Spend three hours. This was good, though. I'm so glad you came because, like, you know, I'm used to this experience of, like, hey, none of this actually But we works. had fun. And I get really... So and, but I, I was really... You were so cute. I was really observant with your style. That one sales lady, she's like, you did good. so good. I know exactly what, what you like will look good. You put Yeah, but really I need to fucking get a blazer on you. Like a white blazer. You look so, No, like off-white, like creamy. linen. Oh, creamy. Yeah. Or... Ooh, I don't know if you look great, but black would be good. Black I just, is the shit. I just want to get you in a nice blazer. And remember the ones that were like, oh, this one fits, but it had stupid white fucking cuffs on it? I was so pissed. Yeah. You think fucking fit? Nope. It's ugly as shit. But the, this is the great conversation around when things external to us are not working for us, seeing us, approving of us, taking care of us. Like we all have these experiences then the natural instinct is to be like, oh, it's me. There's something wrong well, with the me. Well, empa- yeah, the, the, the empath that has experienced it. trauma and everything yeah. else is going to internalize and say, oh, well, clearly this is a, this is And it's so rooted fault. in deeper shit, right? I yeah, told oh, you this yeah, morning about all the things like, oh, yeah. and the way I felt about myself. Um, and then then recognizing, like this is these are core wounds. So this was my core wounding, mm-hmm. right, that I've been clearing for a long time. Right. Um, and then you have your own core wounding of like, Making mistakes There's and so much shit. There's so much shit for both no, of us. No, you're good. We're good. Um, but I, I don't know. We're on a fucking tangent of all tangents. But basically, with that particular scenario, that actually that whole thing, not settling, mm-hmm. getting to have things that work beautifully for us that fit us wonderfully. Like that was a decision I made for myself a year ago. And, and like, my entire life has changed That's what because happened. I, I made... hit my wall of, like, I'm never going to fucking settle again. When that text message that we talked about a long time ago on the podcast, what was that, January of 22? What text message, baby? That I sent my therapist? You have one minute to tell me wanted, what I wanted. Yeah. And the second I made those... In a person. Yeah, partner. and the second I made those things, put them out to the universe, mm-hmm. they've been delivered. And likewise, for you've changed your mind on, well, I'm not going to settle for anything. Oh, no. Now you've got... I don't settle on a fucking thing. Now you're... You know, you've got this amazing... Like, we look out your window right now. We see this... Badass. Ep- epic fucking Lexus. Yeah. And they're... The only thing that shifted in you is that you didn't settle on any other thing you were looking at. You were looking nope. at cars upon cars upon cars. But I always knew what I fucking wanted. And you're wanted. like, I still want this Lexus. You finally drove one. Then you really fine-tuned what you exactly wanted. Okay, I want this model versus this model. Mm-hmm. I want this feature versus this feature. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm good. I want my Lexus. I just don't know which one I want. And then because you're so successful when it comes to your business and how you run things, 
Because you stop settling on your business a lot sooner. I don't than, settle on shit. My business. And that's the yeah. thing. So you've settled a lot sooner on your business than you did with. I stopped settling. Excuse me. Yeah. I have you. great boundaries. I don't settle because it's a beautiful thing, right? But then in a relationship, or just I just outside of the business, it took you a little bit longer. Which yeah, especially in know, my relationships. Yeah, and that's I think we've all been there, in some sort of thing. We're like, hey, we're never going to settle with this, but this thing. Oh, this is a. You, know. you just keep fine-tuning. Yeah. Absolutely. So you did it with your business, and then we started applying that that mindset, really applying that mindset, and really diving deep in that, ha, huh, I named the podcast, yeah. with your personal life, mm-hmm. and accepting, no, again, it's either a fuck yes or a fuck no. Mm-hmm. When you really adopted that, things just started clicking. Oh, my gosh. Like It's like, if you just basically understand your worthiness and your deservingness again and again and again, day after day, month after month, year after year. And I told you earlier, because my business is dependent upon me believing in my fucking self, Mm -hmm. but that's also a belief system. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, I I am aware that if I don't feel good enough or feel worthy, or I don't think things are possible, then my business won't succeed. So very early on, I had to start healing things on a fucking whole new trajectory. And you said you were employing a strategy where like, I know this person is successful, so I'm going to emulate her. Speaking about yourself, right? Oh, my future self? Your you future mean? self is going to act and behave this way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going to start acting and behaving For that way. For anything that you want that you don't and have. And that was such a cool thing to hear. You have to create her. Because that's something I never looked at within myself. But I've been thinking about this all freaking day long. Since I said it? Yeah. Because... The version of you that... Well, what did we say? The, the ver- that when I started talking about stuff, yeah, this is Wealthy Mike. Yeah. What would Wealthy Mike do? And you're like... Pow. Like, Wealthy Mike's going to do this, 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 and this. Like, I understand, like, this version of Mike that I think I want... Yeah. Or that I want to try out is... Does these three, four things. Right. Doesn't compromise on anything. Right. Loses the whole thing of, like, this attitude towards... His line of work yeah. versus this attitude, which is actually the truth. Mm-hmm. Because I was believing the lie I was telling myself. Right? And so crazy. now that that's been exposed as a complete bullshit lie. It's gone. I don't even think about it that way anymore. Yeah. Like I understand the process. It's just the fact is you, you have to relate it. And sometimes just getting hit over the head. With the truth. With the, with the light. Yeah. The truth. Slap. Kaylin slapped me with the truth today. <laughs> um. Just having that change, having that exposed to actually what it is. Mm-hmm. Horseshit. Mm-hmm. I can't even think of it. I, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me anymore. Right. It's done. It's yeah. gone. So. This is why we like can elevate so much together because all these things that I love to do, mm-hmm. I like whatever you want to call this witchery that I do. I don't even understand. Like this shit that we do when we have conversations where we can like shift and change. Um, it serves us both in really amazing and that's why i think when we we, again we go back and talk about hey when did we do this when did we climb skull mesa oh my god that was like two and a half months ago three months ago april no two months may it's only june June. oh it is june i think fuck i what's time but that's what i'm talking about though like we are like we are different people in such we are better people we're vastly different than we were two months ago and in some ways yeah, and but the thing is though, it's like we keep on moving towards these battle versions of ourselves, but we doing that together. Like yes. where you go, I go. Where I go, you go. Like we're doing this together. Mm-hmm. And you can't have that when one person is limited yep. or a narcissist yep. or 
their capacity just doesn't exist. There's no emotional intelligence. There's no connection. Oh, that was a good circle back, by the way. Well, yeah. And I, what I'm feeling is like, if you, what is this saying? Oh, it's letting us know we have 15 minutes to go. Um, if with the frigate, and we're not going to have 15 minutes. We're going to wrap. No, this I know. Up but shortly. what was I just? Oh, what you just said was if I heard in my head as you said that if you're wanting more, mm -hmm. then there's more available to you, and you need to go for it. Mm -hmm. So, like, in a relationship, because you said it's limited, like, you're going to be met in limited ways with, like, a narcissist or whatever. Because yeah. the capacity is just not there. There's no capacity. They're stuck in those three or four skill sets. Right. And with you and I, because of who I am and how I do things and who you are and how you do things, when we come together, we expand mm -hmm. a lot. And so I never find myself like, oh, I want more out of this. You know, I'm like, damn, this is, like, It's not even huge. wanting more. It's like, I know I'm going to get more. Endlessly. Yeah. And I would, I just hit me. Remember how you said there's certain people that didn't know they were sensitives and then they find out they have sympathic skills. Uh huh. That's how you've developed me mm. by being able to like, by you being who you are. So we walked into the TJ Maxx one time. I'm like, what the fuck oh, is yeah. going on? Like this feels, this is really weird. And I don't like this. Yeah. You're like, well, what are you feeling? I'm like, well, just I just feel this, and I feel this, and I feel you this. You like walked into a wall of and I didn't, energy. But and that's the thing, like beforehand, before you, I would have not, like, I would have recognized it, but I wouldn't know how to articulate or explain it, mm -hmm. and have it be received by somebody that can actually like get like, it, understand. Yeah, yeah, like, hey, well, maybe you are like, a we like I knew I was sensitive in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm really good at people. Yeah. Um, and I'm really like I. Like, I think I read, I, I wrote you a chat GP, I went to chat GPT and mm -hmm. had AI write a poem. Mm -hmm. And I think I cried three times you reading did. it. Which was, like, I'm like, this is what you I would. You had AI write a poem for me and you and this, and I'm like, this is what I would fucking say. Like, so like, so I know weird. I'm very sensitive and I, and I am very, very in tune with my feelings. Yes. So I just didn't realize that I was more observant or I felt more. I was more sensitive to the outside world until I yeah. met you. Like, yeah. it, it was, again, I don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Exactly. But you're like, something like that. I can feel these feelings. And I've had paranormal experiences my entire life. Again, that's right. probably because I can feel things that other people can't. Yes. And then if you're in a relationship with somebody that can't validate that, doesn't support you around that, doesn't mirror that back to you in some way, mm -hmm. that can be limiting. Yeah. And it can also be harmful if that person's also abusive to some degree like i told you in my previous relationship mm -hmm. like i lost that sense of like divine connection or intuition or self-trust because i was being invalidated all, all the, the fucking, fucking time, time. <laughs> get out of here fuck off <laughs> I, what else can I say what that you're about to What say? you told me, was it Friday night when we were talking about the, your Hawaii trip? When we, yeah. we talked like an hour about both of just like, like we went back to like our high school dating and everything. Like we talked about like all We like work. went, yeah. And I'm like, I want, like I went into the kitchen, I grabbed a frying pan. And I'm like, I want to just swing. You were like, I was do so you pissed. know this person's address? Can like, we I, go egg their house? I was so pissed off. I'm like, yeah. mother, like I don't understand. And this is to everyone out there. I, I People that are listening to this clearly have experienced some sort of relationship trauma. Yep. Or they're in the midst of it and they don't, and they recognize it 
and they don't know either how to get out or process through things and I get it. And this is what you all do when I talk about my abuse and trauma and I don't understand how somebody could treat someone that way. Right. And obviously I'm getting mad because it's you. It's injustice. But, and that's the thing, like if it was my cousin or it was my best friend or my daughters, honestly at the same time, like, like, and because I'm, like, because I'm that way, if my ex's new boyfriend would treat her like that, I'd be pissed too. For sure. Because the fact is like, just don't be an asshole. Yeah, like like have some fucking compassion. Be kind to people. Like what is And that, and that's in a universal scale. Like obviously the world would be a lot better place if you did the, the Kalen thing of like, hey, think of this if we reverse positions here and I was in your shoes and you were in mine. How would you feel? How would you feel? Yeah. It makes sense though. Yeah. And we lose a lot of our humanity a lot due to people that treat us like shit and abuse yeah. us over and over because their limitations cage us in. And, and they, because of the people we are, we don't, we couldn't think that this person could possibly be this bad or this could possibly, because we don't relate to their lack of empathy. Correct. And that's something my, ah, this, my therapist said, the reason why these people don't operate that way, because the logic of nine, to, nine out of 10 people is the logic that me and you are experiencing. Mm -hmm. But the people, the 10% of the people that this doesn't make sense to them mm -hmm. because they're not operating in that logical pathway. Right. What they're doing to them is logical. What you're doing is illogical. Mm -hmm. But it's the inverse. They're the ones operating. You're taking me through a mind fuck It's right crazy. And that's the thing. Is, so you're operating on the sense of people deserve justice. Yes. All kinds of justice. Yes. People deserve Fucking to love. be loved yes. and seen and yes. heard and be held and have compassion for and against. Forgiven, it doesn't matter. Like all of it, yeah. Everything. And then there are people who are just, they don't understand that. Uh -huh. And we're trying to talk to them and be logical in our own way. You are like, it is like trying to tell them to smell the color red. It's mm -hmm. it. They cannot. They can't go there. They can't. Mm -hmm. It is not only illogical for them. Mm-hmm. It is impossible for them to even think about it that but way. But they might pretend or even truly think that they are. Correct. Because they are just knowing their own experience. And then all they're going to do is fall back on those three to four skills that they have of manipulation and psychological warfare and abuse and everything else to elicit the responses they know that they can then manipulate or abuse further. And so do you know the, the two things then that will make this so much easier? Boundaries? No, this is amazing. Well, boundaries, fuck yes. I didn't mean I'm to like say no to you. I'm a sorry. A frying pan of the fuck. A high five in the face with a chair. I just don't want to forget it. Okay, it's say two it. things. I love you. Hold say on. It. It's. I forgot. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to get it back. That was my fault. No, it's okay. You're great. One is. There's two things. One is. You have to really pay attention to how you feel. Mm -hmm. And then there's a, there's something that comes off of this. So if it feels good, if it feels safe, if it feels uplifting, I've, I've done this a million fucking times. I've said this so many times on here. If it feels like I feel better, I feel clear, I think better, my life feels easier, I feel really understood, like you feel that way. And the caveat here is you feel good about yourself. Mm -hmm. Because I then then you know, like, it's okay. Yeah. This is my opinion. But in my experience, I've had an enormous amount of confusion, which was me, like, 
you know, got so many. You're things. always wondering. What well, else I'm confused yeah, yeah. because they're saying this, but it feels like this. And my intuition says this, but they say that. And then the other big issue for me would then be, I need to work on it. I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to take responsibility for this. There's something wrong with me and I need to work on it. Mm-hmm. Whereas in my relationship with you, feels good, feels safe, feels great. Anything that I have perceived as a flaw may come up and we get to like work on it and talk about mm-hmm. it. But you love me. You, you see the best in me. Like... Mm-hmm. It's a polar opposite experience. And I really think, speaking of like, we earlier said it's complicated and maybe not black or white. I think this, if and it's th- a question those, those, that I, two, those two rules right there, those are black and white. But it's a thing that like yeah. I spent 20 years trying to figure out because I was like, why is this so hard for me? Why can't I figure this out? Why am I so confused in relationships? Why am I getting this wrong over and over again? Why am I winding up with these types of people? Because mm-hmm. like everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy and I'm getting into dangerous positions. Like... I'm not in good spots. Not you know, one, but two. Drug drug dealer. Drug, drug yeah, I mean, there have been police involved in my relationships multiple times. Like, there have been, I've been to court, not because I did something. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, why can't I figure this out? And, like, why am I always so confused? Why do I feel like it's a yes and then start to feel like it's a no? It mm-hmm. must be me. It's like, no. Yeah, you, you, me- do you immediately know. regret your decision after you make it because of that. Like, Something starts to feel yeah. weird, but it's because I'm over-empathizing with them. I'm over-understanding them. I'm listening to their perspective. I would spend hours just trying to understand somebody else's fucking perspective. But it was not mine. Like, I wasn't being understood. I wasn't being met. I wasn't being, like, uplifted. And I did feel loved in some of these relationships. It's not that that wasn't there, obviously. I mean, like, there was something that was working, or feeling good. Yeah, but, but don't you think even that was manipulated talk manipulated too? Yeah, who the fuck even knows? Yeah. I don't want to think about that. I don't even That's know. That that was something I ponder another time. Ugh. Love you for that. But like You're um like uh, maybe I'll do that in my journal tomorrow morning. But the other piece was that I always thought like I had to work on something mm-hmm. within myself and and I would try. But with you and in other areas of my life, like in my work, I don't do that shit. I'm like, this is good. Fucking got you, it. You don't make any compromises at work. No, and you I'm confident. Yeah. And you don't make any compromises with me. You're uh, yourself. Yeah. You And when you start to get into that pattern, yeah. maybe it's just me. We get that. We cor- work on it. We get that corrected very quickly. We, we get you back on the track of, no, there's nothing wrong with you for saying that. And at the same time, we've been, like, jokingly forceful with each other. And, like, yeah, you probably shouldn't say that anymore, though, either. Like, that's not you that's talking to me right now. Like, this is your fucking trauma. It's self-abandonment. Yeah. That's what it is. So I would say, like, you can trust your deep gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times have I gotten involved or something or somebody out there? You've, you've The first thing that I've called somebody out on, I didn't say it to their face, but I picked up on it, yeah. was always the freaky shit that would happen later. Like, oh, it was their rage or it was their addiction or whatever because <laughs> i picked up on shit um but but without even knowing or like oh i feel like something this person's gonna be Something's unfaithful yeah. and then they would like you can trust your intuition you can trust your gut even if they like you can't logically place it mm-hmm. and if you start to find yourself self-abandoning feeling badly about yourself and you can't come out of it and when you work with that person around that it doesn't get better that's it mm-hmm. and path 101 yeah full circle 
That was a crazy conversation. Oh, there's going to be a lot more of these now that we like can be lightheaded. on the couch. Jesus, criminy. Um, Find us on the internet. You know our names. All right, so sexy motherfuckers, this is obviously we're wrapping up. Like, Welcome share, to our, subscribe. Welcome to our conversation. Yeah, I mean, that's really what it is now. Like, that's really what how, what the, every, how everything started. So, um... Man, send us your questions and your thoughts and this. This is like, this is, I think this is going to be a, a deep, this will make a lot of people think. I, I'm, I really want to listen to um, this before it even goes out. Uh, Queen Bee in the NC. Um, I am sure you are going to message us on this one. Queen Bee, oh, Sapphire? Yeah, Queen yeah. Bee in the NC. Oh, it's so good. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think this is something that, Yeah. This, this uncur- I have so much things rattling around in my head of within past relationships and things that when you just brought up the thing like such what? a breakthrough yeah like I must work on myself I'm gonna do this I'm gonna get better and if thus if I get better this is gonna happen less then they're gonna love me more and they're actually because, gonna hear me because with the belief me. inside of that hope there's fantasy some, but also like oh it's me yeah it's like, always me it's not working because it's something with me mm-hmm. but it's not true because in a relationship it's both of you yeah. And if you can't work that out with somebody safely and it's not resolving, it's just going to repeat. It doesn't work. That's fucking purgatory. I was just going to say, fuck off. I was going to (laughs) say, that's fucking hell. That's purgatory. That never ends. And that fucks your brain so hard that it takes a long time to heal from that bullshit. So get out. At least it takes me a long time. Maybe other people heal faster, but that shit has like taken me some Fucking go. If it's not a fuck yes, then fucking go. Yeah. Cool. You'll you trust me on the other side. It's so much better. I know. Like, look at us. We love each other. So much. Yes. <laughs> it's that much. Oh no. What? You're you're about to get zoomies, aren't you? Maybe it's like nighttime. Yeah, you're gonna get some zoomies. Gonna start squeaking. And, like, um, so thank you to everybody that is <laughs> continuing listening and commenting and uh, telling us that they're getting a lot out of this. Yep. Um, Doctor Ashley. You're fucking awesome. Just yeah. want to let you know that. Yeah. Signs of land. That's like, that shit changed my life. Oh, yeah. Now we're just really having cat couch yeah. talk. Um, other than that, let's, it's like 9 o'clock on a Sunday night or something. Well, it's like 10 o'clock. It's time to go to bed. <sighs> I don't want to go to bed yet. Okay. Well, we're going to go. Thank you so much for listening. Find us, whatever. We're here for this. It might sound like Mike and I just having a little chat with ourselves. We are. But hopefully it's helpful for you, and we want to know your thoughts, feelings, ideas, etc. We're here for it, and that's it. Bye. Bye.